Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. You know what? Where's Hawk at? Listener discretion advised. Welcome to the Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. I am Electro, of course. Yo, what's up? This is Bono. And we are back again with another exciting edition of the Movie Power Hour. We're big fans of movies around here. We're fans of power. Hours, too, I think. Yeah, we keep all, time. <laughs> I think we're Roughly also, around an hour, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we've been going to the movie theater a lot, of course, and it's very interesting because David Fincher's new movie, The Killer, is out, which we will be talking about today. Mm-hmm. And it did not get released in the movie theater because it's a fucking Netflix movie. Yeah, my but boy. They, that's the weird part. They have released Netflix movies. So this movie was released theatrically very in, limited. Oh, okay. I remember like Knives Out was out for a weekend or a week. If you did not see it at that time. You have to wait till till it's out on Netflix. And so I was able to go watch that in Monterey when um, uh, the Scorsese movie came out. What was it? Uh, What what the fuck was it? The Irishman. Irishman. I was going to say gentleman. They were playing that in our local movie theater. Right. But, you know, that was a big Oscar movie and shit. Right, right, right. I don't think they... I think they knew that this kind of movie was not going to be... Uh, nominated for best fucking picture or right, something, right, right, or best right. director, which I think it should. And when it comes to best director, this is probably the one of the best directed movies I've seen. The movie is gorgeous. It's fucking for sure flawless. Yeah, it's, David it's a Fincher. Pretty movie. Yeah. David Fincher can make anything look fucking good and elegant, mm-hmm. sexy, dude. Everything looks fucking good. So the movie itself looks fantastic and i think it would deserve several oscar nominations not for like best picture i mean mean, in my eyes i think it it could be i i i I loved this movie i don't know about you i I guess i'm reading from you you did not enjoy it it was just uh well i mean we'll get into it but yeah it was i wouldn't say one of his best it's a good movie it looks pretty as fuck that that i will give it he made paris look pretty here we go. Let's say that. What? I mean, yeah, that's not hard to do, is it? I mean, you yeah, been unless, in Paris? Yeah, unless shithole. You're saying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dirty place. But uh, other than the tourist shit, of course. But I mean, obviously, he's not focusing on that. But it was a pretty movie. It's just I don't know. We'll get we'll get into it as we go through it. But it was nice to look. I'll give it that. Yeah. Well, anyway. I looked, I scoured when I found out this movie was officially in theaters. I looked to see like where I can see it. Nowhere in there. I would have, I love David Fincher. I would go to San Jose, even San Francisco, maybe, you know, right. which is like a two hour drive for us. Right. San Jose is about an hour. Mm-hmm. I would be willing to do a two hour fucking voyage to go see the new David Fincher movie in a movie theater because. Right. I mean, David you're a Fitch- sick bastard, and you're down. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, I have a movie podcast, <laughs> yeah. but David Fincher, I, which I don't know if you agree, but I mean, he's top three, of my favorite directors working right now. Right. So if I 
choose how to watch this movie. Obviously, I'm going to want to see For it sure. on the big screen. I get what you're saying. And the fact that I couldn't do that was, like, very frustrating, man. Well, like, I also think that that plays a huge role into this whole, like, right now that we were looking at the Rotten Tomatoes of it, you see the audience, there's, like, a thousand plus reviews. You know, like you say... When you go to the theater, you're going for the experience as well. This movie was a Netflix release film. You're watching that at home on your phone or whatever device you're using. So that for sure probably takes away from its value. Absolutely. Because I I felt that way. I was at home watching it. In fact, watched it twice. And I was still like, what the fuck? Why? (laughs) You know what I mean? But at the same time, it it is good background. A good background film to have that. Will will capture your eye and be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Because uh, right. my, my boy's killing it. Yeah, I I agree with you. I feel like watching it at home. It definitely, I knew that if I had seen that in the movie theater, I probably would have been like, "That might have been the best thing I've ever fucking seen." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, screaming it. Yeah, and I watched. So the first time I watched it, I happened to be on vacation. I had just gone on vacation. The killer just came out. I'm fucking sick. Like, I'm sick. I'm in bed. Like, mm. fucking, I'm down. And I'm like, new killer. All right, let's throw it on. So I watched it in bed. The TV in my room, it's okay, but movies don't look the best on there. Like, if I want to watch a, a movie, especially for the first time, right. it's not the ideal place to watch it. But I was in bed sick. I didn't want to go out into the house and infect anybody else. So I had to watch it sick in bed, and I, like, I don't know. There was just something that I was, I was very into the movie, but it was, like, I was, like, and it was, like, in the morning, the room was fucking bright, you know? Right, like, right. I was just, like, I know I'm not experiencing this movie yeah. good, you know? Same here. Honestly, we watched it uh, uh, that weekend that came out. We were out in Visalia for... For me as Quince, right? Yeah. And uh, the next morning we were just hanging out, you know, having breakfast, chilling. Now the kids are playing in the yard. We said at this pretty dope Airbnb, but yeah, I threw that shit on and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it. And dude, I was so fried. I was so done. Yeah. I just, I was literally just passing out on that couch. Yeah. You know, windows open, like you say, no shades drawn or anything. And, I mean, I was into it. I was definitely invested. The intention was to watch, you know what I mean? Sometimes you just, ah, fuck it, let's go. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't get that experience all the way through, and then I watched it at home last night, too. And then, no, I had watched it before, and then watched the, like, replayed again for all the bits. So I was like, wait, do I remember what happens here? Mm-hmm. Next scene, next sequence. And I did, and I was still like, ah, fuck. Maybe, maybe that didn't help the situation either. I'm sure it didn't. Right. But even still, I don't know. I could do that with most of his other films. I mean, just listen to the episodes we have here. We did yeah. a whole comparison with him and Nolan. So. We had our Nolan Fincher series, which, you know, pretty good. Yeah, go listen to it, trip out on it. But, yeah, you can see the difference. And, you, of course, you have Nolan doing his thing. So, I mean, these are active directors, and this is the shit that they're putting out. You know what I mean? Well, it's crazy, too. Talking about Nolan and Fincher, when we did our series, we had we have to look back at it. But I feel like they've been consistently kind of putting out movies at the same time. Yeah, and shit. Yeah, like Tenet and Mank came out. I mean, that was pandemic shit. Sure, but they still kind of came out around the same time. Right. 
And now the killer and Oppenheimer both come out in the same year. It's like they're working around the same pace. I know Fincher took a bit of a break there, but he also had a head start on fucking Nolan. Fucking Fincher started directing features in 92. Mm. I can't remember what year following or Memento was definitely like 2000. Following might have been 99, 97. Mm. Let's see. 98. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, so we did the whole series about they're my two favorite directors. Quentin Tarantino is also looming out there for the number three spot. But also maybe Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese might just be number one. Like. Yeah. Especially with talk about being active. Look, he just dropped the film, too. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I watched Killers of the Flower Moon in the movie theater. I watched it in XD, and I also I had a bad movie experience in that for one. that one. What? Yeah, but it was my it was my own fault. A little tangent here, but that's a three and a half hour long movie. Okay, yeah. and I decided to get kind of drunk before oh, the movie. I see. I didn't get drunk, drunk, but I was like heavily buzzed. buzzed. Uh, there, I went to go watch it in Marina, and there's a little bar. Like right there in the little same shopping center. So oh, I was really? like, let's go to this little bar. Tragos coquetos. Okay. You know? You vamos I, a ver que yeah. I had, a, I think I had like a couple Manhattans, you know, a okay. nice little whiskey. Okay. Okay. And then, you know, had a couple more drinks during the movie, a couple beers. So. Oh, they serve beer there? No. <laughs> I did. I know. <laughs> so yeah. I had a couple beers and and I and I got the tickets like I wanted them in the back XD, right? I could get a big ass screen. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And I I I I usually like to sit not all the way to the back, but like third, fourth row. Right. Cause that's like where you kind of have the best like room, but those seats were taken. So I sat all the way in the very last row. Giant fucking mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Because I picked the seats in the middle of the aisle, right. For the best view. Right. The top row is very narrow. Yep. And like the people in front of you are like right at your feet, basically. And. If you want to get up and go to the bathroom, it's it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. You basically have to touch everybody on your way yeah. out. Yeah. And I went to go watch an opening night. The room was packed. <laughs> well, actually, the room wasn't packed. The row was. The, those sections were packed. Uh, okay. People that were there were there to they knew what the it. fuck yeah, they yeah, were yeah, watching, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, not everybody went to go see that movie For that sure. weekend. For sure. The, that theater was half empty. But all the good seats were taken. Right. And that and that point I was like, ah, like I should have just sat <laughs> over there and been right. more comfortable. Right. But the movie I spent a lot of the time thinking about not peeing, really. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, oh my God. Like the first hour I thoroughly enjoyed it. The second hour I was like. An endurance test. Because I got up twice to pee. Right. And I'm annoying the fuck out of these pee. You're annoying me right now, bro. And I'm not even there, dude. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I don't want to <laughs> keep getting up. Right, right. And I was. 
too buzzed to, instead of like the first time I came back to just go sit somewhere else. Right. And so by the time that I need to go pee the third time, <laughs> I'm like, just don't want to get up because I'm being annoying. Yeah. <laughs> So I just powered through that oh, movie, like oh. having to pee, not enjoying right, it. Right, right, right. So yeah, I ruined Killers of the Flower Moon was, for myself. Was Brendan good in it though? Fraser, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> of course. Cool, cool. that's that's enough Don't, for me. Is that even something you had to fucking ask me <laughs> to say? Is Brendan Fraser, good. Yes, <laughs> always. Next question, <laughs> fucking Mara. <laughs> You're talking about Rick <laughs> O'Connell? Yeah, he Can was do good. no wrong. Yeah, he was good too. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Watch that. Yeah. Anyways, sorry for that. <laughs> for that little tangent. No, there, man, but. but that's part of it too because like you say not everyone's going to the movies and, you know, it's so it is a weird time because there's been a slowdown. October was okay. September had a bunch of hitters. And then you kind of fall into the end of the year now. It's dying down. There's not a mm-hmm. lot of... Uh, I was just looking through the movies I watched this year. And after September, like I was going to the movies steady like two, three, sometimes four times a month. Right. And then once, I, once September hit, I like stopped going to the movies. Right. I haven't... There hasn't been really much that I've been interested in watching. Right. And then you, you get movies like this. And, of course, you see that fucking Fincher's got his stamp on it. Exactly. So you're like, okay, I'm going to have to. Yeah. And and so... Well, I'll I, willfully watch this movie, right? Yeah. And so, like I said, the first time I watched it in bed, sick, in my room, and then when the fight scene happens, and when he breaks into that guy's house and they have that pretty yeah. awesome fight scene... Mm-hmm. I couldn't see what was happening in that scene, right? Like, because of the sun, the glare, fucking... It's a pretty dark... Yeah. Dark sequence. And I couldn't see anything. So I actively fucking turned it off. I was like, I can't see what's going on. And I went into the garage because there's fucking TV in there and there's no windows in the fucking garage so you could get it fucking dark. Dark, yeah. And I just went in there and I finished watching the movie there. Just... And it would look much fucking And the TV in there is also a lot fucking better. Oh, cool. So I finished watching the movie like that. And and the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, this is interesting. Right. I don't know. I was captivated by the whole fucking thing. I was never bored by the movie. Like, it had my attention. And as it was progressing, I was like, what is going on? Like, I I felt like it built good tension to where I was kind of like, what's going to happen or what's going to do next, you know? Right. Like, I didn't, I wasn't, like, disappointed by it. Like, some people were. As we could see by the fucking audience score here. So the killer has an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, but a 59% audience score. Yeah. Let's see what it has on IMDb. 6.8. What do you give the killer? I would say that's about right. Like a 7 because it's Fincher, but enjoyable as a movie. 6.8 sounds uh, perfect. Interesting. Uh, I I think I like this movie a lot more than you did. I gave it, I would give it like an eight, a solid eight. I really like this movie. And then, it's like I said, first experience I watched it wasn't ideal. The second time I watched it, um, like you said, we went to my goddaughter's quinceanera. Yep. 
But when we returned that night, I was like, okay, we're going to watch The Killer. We're going to watch it in the living room in the big screen yep. with the fucking lights looking nice. Yes. And um, a surround sound in the dark. Yeah. Like a more ideal way. Fucking put the fucking phone away. Watch the fucking movie, you right, know? Right. And I, the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, I think this movie's pretty fucking outstanding i really liked it i thought it was fantastic right and so you did not think no i mean it is a good movie the character is great i mean of course you got my boy and they're just looking good man i'll tell you what that dude fastbender yeah of course let's see how fucking old fastbender is born 77 let's hit that electro math fuck (laughs) So let's see. Is it 50? About to be 50. It's like 47. 77. That's 11 more years <laughs> than me. Uh-huh. No, I, no, it's not. Is it? 88. You're born 88? Yeah. Yeah. Is it 11? <laughs> <laughs> see, the electromath. It's kicking in. It works, but then I question I, I question. <laughs> so... What's your age plus so, 11, buddy? Uh, he's 46. Okay, see, so almost 50 for sure. He looks good. He does look good. Um, uh, Fastbender, let's look at Mr. Fastbender's fucking filmography. He's a good fucking actor, right? You I like, like him. him. I like him. Fuck yeah. As David, right? He plays David. Yeah. And- so everybody's been making this connection since he hadn't. Been in a movie since Dark Phoenix. Okay. That's that was okay. in 2019. Remember, we went to go see that yeah, in the we movie. Saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't it crazy to think that he hadn't made a movie in between all the this time? That is crazy. Yeah. He, Alien was before that? Yeah, of course. Whoa. And then before that, he did this movie called The Snowman, which I've never seen, but it's supposed to be like a ridiculous movie. Hmm. It, look at what his name is in that movie. Harry Hole? What? <laughs> Harry Hole. Why? Who directed that shit? <laughs> I think this was supposed to be like a Fincher ripoff kind of a thing. It's about like a serial killer that he's hunting called the snowman. He kills people. <laughs> Look at this. What? Oh, fuck. See, this guy, he throws snow at bitches and then kills them. Oh, wow. I think. Just in the winter the snow, season. Man. Huh? This is Jack Frost too. Remember I was that? about to say it's like a Jazz Frog, Frost fucking reboot. Have you, you haven't seen this? No, I haven't. But it's a notorious like like I don't. I think that the director didn't even get to film the end of the movie or something. What? So the movie just kind of ends notoriously. Look, it has Rebecca Ferguson what in it. What the hell? Like on paper, this movie looks like it should be good. Right. Michael Fassbender after the fucking snowman serial killer. Rebecca Ferguson's there. Right. Seems like a fucking winner. But it's notorious for, I don't know, I guess just the production of this movie was was very weird or something. I don't know what happened. But I, I think that they didn't finish filming it. And so the movie just kind of ends. And those people are just like, what the wow. fuck? <laughs> Why would they release that? Probably because Michael Fassbender is in in it, right? They're like, we could just sell this movie because he's in it. Right. Plus, we need to pay the man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they probably paid him. 
I mean, he made the movie. They have to pay him. <laughs> anyway, those are the last two movies that he made before The Killer. Then Alien Covenant, which obviously right. fucking rules. We're some of the only Alien Covenant defenders. <laughs> <laughs> I think that movie's uh, fucking proudly, awesome. Proudly. Assassin's Creed. I never watched it. No, I didn't either. Um, uh, I recently bought it. Because it was $5 on 4K. And I was like, you know what? Well, Let me give it. I, I might give this movie a fucking spin one day. Like Michael Fassbender. I'm in. Mm. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Yep. Steve Jobs. Did you ever watch Steve Jobs? I didn't. It was, it's not bad. It's an interesting movie. Hmm. He's good. He's good. I think he got nominated for an Oscar for it. Macbeth didn't watch that. Slow West. X-Men Days of Future Past. Good. Mm-hmm. 12 Years a Slave. Did you watch 12 Years a Slave? I didn't. Prometheus. Haywire. Did you watch Haywire? Mm, doesn't sound familiar. The one with um uh, the MMA shit. Carla. What's her name? Is it Carla? Oh, no. <laughs> Gina Carano. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Fucking Ewan McGregor. Michael Fassbender. Fucking Channing Tatum. Antonio Banderas. Dude, Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas. Wow. Hitters. Billy Paxton. Paxton. Wow. I love this movie. It's actually kind of, it's about a, also like a hit woman. It's, it's kind of like in the same universe. It's a, this is also a fun ass, awesome movie. You should watch Haywire. Mm, like a shoot em up movie type stuff. It's about assassins, bro. That's cool. Look, you're seeing Fastbender at work right here. Yeah, doing his, he's doing his thing though. See what I mean? She's an MMA fighter, though. Mm. She got him with that fucking, that triangle. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, yeah. So, obviously, the first thing I ever saw him in was Inglorious, Inglorious Bastards. I think it was for me, Inglorious Bastards. He did this movie I watched, uh, Eden Lake. Did you ever watch Eden Lake? No, definitely not. That movie's fucked up. It's a good movie. Mm. Should give it a watch. Steve? Steve. Play Steve, huh? Steve. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, Michael Fassbender, man. But anyways, the killer. <laughs> Let's get into it. I mean, it is what it is. I like it. The way the movie just starts, the credits. What do you think about the credits? I thought it was cool. The whole opening sequence is really nice. The whole, yeah, like the first 15 minutes are pretty fucking outstanding. I don't know. I like the whole fucking movie, right, right. dude. <laughs> right. But it starts off awesome. The the titles, um, uh, they basically show you like all the classic ways that a hitman might fucking kill somebody. Right. Did you ever play those hitman games? I did. Like to like number two. But like, have you not played any of the recent ones? Mm-mm. They're fucking great. It reminded me a lot of this, but they're like very strategic. Like you got to dress up, you got to find something, dress up. Right. You got your mark and you need to figure out how you're going to kill them. You can poison them. You right, can right. fucking corner them. You don't know. Right. A bunch of different ways you could kill Rather people. than the run up and shoot. Yeah. So yeah, it, like, and there's a bunch of different ways you could go about it. And it's very strategic. And that reminded me a lot about this. It's like, okay, like this guy has... A hundred fucking ways to kill you. And he's going to kill you in what he considers is going to be like the most smart way to go about it. Right, right. I think this movie's fucking awesome. 
I love the narration. Yeah. This narrator is talking to you like he is the greatest assassin ever. Right. He plans everything so meticulously, you know, like every last detail is plans. Yet he messes every fucking job. Every time he's going to kill somebody, he messes up in, in some way. Right. I don't know. I think it's fucking. <laughs> I think it's fucking good. Right. And people are bringing up a lot about how this is kind of Fincher speaking about how he directs movies. Right. Like he's basically being like this protagonist here. He plans his shit out. Like I plan my movies out. Right. Like I'm trying to do everything absolutely fucking perfect. Right. Like everything has to be perfect. Everything has to line up. Otherwise, it's it no fucking yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I don't know if it's, it's just like his commentary being like, I could try my best to make the perfect movie, but maybe he's just never, he'll never be satisfied with the product he puts in or, right. or people are never going to be satisfied. The outcome satisfied, of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if he really went that serious with it or it's just, you know, the coincidence of, you know, what we, the audience or, you know, you guys more the nerds. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> who are into it like that and i mean it makes sense it sounds about right because yeah at the end he's like either you believe to have been like the select few or you're just the part of the bunch you know mm-hmm. and the fact that it says that when in the beginning he's like there's not a lot of us out there doing this shit in fact there's a handful of us who are really really good at yeah. what we do so i mean that makes sense I- i'm not saying that that's out of the realm, realm of possibility but if he really gives a fuck like that to just be like, well, I'm on top. I'm going to get Netflix to scratch my back on this, which is like, I mean, I, the movie was really pretty down to that last fucking scene, too. Like, super fucking pretty. So I'm sure yeah. whatever check he got, he was like, cool. This is, I'll still give you what you want and some. And I could even kind of be this joking fucking dude in the background saying, ah, who gives a fuck? Well, fucking Fincher hasn't had a movie Released in the movie theater since 2014, Gone Girl. Mm. After that, he spent two years doing Mind Hunter on Netflix, which is outstanding. Right. But he didn't direct all of them. Directed seven episodes out of the two seasons. Mm-hmm. After that, he does Mank, which people, again, were not satisfied with Mank. You know, he hasn't mm. made a movie since Gone Girl. Six year gap between fucking movies, and he does Mank, which I really enjoy. I like Mank. I thought it was great, but I don't think the general public would like Mank. No, and specifically, you know, people like Fincher fans, like he's made so many movies that are like about violence and serial killers, and like mm-hmm. people expect like a certain type, of certain movie. thing from him. And then he delivers Mank, and people are kind of like, just like, what the fuck is this? You know, right, right. no one's getting sodomized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where is this David Fincher sodomy? Oh what is he thinking? Bono, am I crazier? Did nobody get sodomized <laughs> in Mank? Like, what do you think? Did you see the background scene? Was there anything I missed? Let's sit down. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's watch it frame by frame. <laughs> and see. Look for sodomy. <laughs> <laughs>
I want you to really be looking out for sodomy, okay, guy? <laughs> Get in the mind of Fincher and think sodomy. There's got to be sodomy in there. I know it's in there. We just have to find it. We have to see yeah, it out. See, and Fincher's a master. <laughs> Disguises his sodomy very well. At first, you know, he put sodomy on the table, <laughs> like, you know, for breakfast. Sodomy for breakfast. Yeah, times are changing. It's got to be a little more subtle now, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. Mank in 2020, the COVID film. He does that show, Love, Death, and Robots. Did you ever watch it? I didn't, no. I think I started to. I watched an episode or two. I don't know if I watched the episode he directed. Hmm. But they're kind of interesting. Finally, fucking says he's going to do The Killer three years in between this and Mank. Apparently, he'd been trying to do this movie since, like, I think, I don't know if it was after Benjamin Button or something in, like, 2007, 2008. Mm -hmm. And he wants to do it with Pitt. He asks Pitt to to do it. I guess this uh, movie's based on a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. And uh, David Fincher really liked it, and he always wanted to make a movie about it. So he goes up to Brad Pitt, and he's like, let's do this. And Brad Pitt is like, too dark. I'm not looking to do something like that right now. Right. Which is like, bitch, like, you did seven. <laughs> you know? Right, right. <laughs> ultimate dark, dude. Yeah. But he's like, no, I don't want to do it. So when Pitt says no, Fincher puts it in the back burner, and I guess... Because there's no one else. Yeah. Who else? He, well, he doesn't do? think about it for a while. He goes on, does the social network, girl with the dragon tattoo, calls fucking the diddler himself, Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey, and starts <laughs> House of Cards. David Fincher is also, in a way, responsible for the shows on Netflix and movies on Netflix. Because he did the first show on Netflix, House of Cards. Right. With the diddler. He brought that shit to the mainstream. He right. put a fucking diddler on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Fincher, are you involved, buddy? Huh? It sounds like he's what are involved. You hiding? Sodomy? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Not looking good there, Finch. <laughs> After that, you, get, you start getting your shows on Netflix. And now, so he does Gone Girl. After that, one year later. And then after that, he's a Netflix guy. For the rest of his career. Right. One of the greatest working directors we have, and we may never see another movie of his in the movie theater. Hmm. Like, I don't know how I fucking feel about that. And I don't know why he's so happy to just be making movies for Netflix. When when the movies he makes are, like, meant to be seen in the big screen theatrically. Like, that's where, that's where I want to watch The Killer. Right. That fucking scooter chase scene would have been fucking amazing in the theater. and in the fucking electric vest. But look, man, dude, I oh man, dude, tell, look, he made a fucking vest, but fucking scooter <laughs> chase, like look, fucking, <laughs> fucking, like uh, I was on the edge of my seat. I mean, like uh, this movie's genius into like when you're in his. There's points where you're in his head, right. They show that when he's listening to music. Right. When you hear the music loud or whatever, you're in his head. When you're outside and you can hear that he's listening to it on his headphones or whatever, that's when you're seeing, like, the outside world or whatever. Right. So you're, like... There, you could see that from the movie, you're you're in his head and you're out of his head. You're you're with him in the in his brain, and then you're watching him. Right. So during that scooter's chase scene, 
There's no one chasing him. Right. But he's so fucking ramped up. In his mind, the cops are on his fucking ass. Right. And that's what makes that fucking scene so fucking good. Like, he's yeah. hauling ass like, you know, they're about to fucking catch him. But nobody's after him. No. Him getting away after the first botched hit yeah, is really fucking exhilarating to watch for me. Look, man, I think the sodomy was going to come in. <laughs> it was going to come and play mm-hmm. in that scene because that dude was about to get pegged. Yeah. Let's just be real. Easy. That was... He he was like, do I want to watch that? No. Not really. <laughs> Not down today. I'm in full zen. My heart beats right. I don't need to watch that. So then you're right. The multi-layered perspective of watching him, him narrating to you, and then headphone him slash point of view. Mm-hmm. I did like that when he goes to unlock the thing and it doesn't. And he pulls on the lock and you get that POV. And then he yeah. finally scans and you're like, all right, get out of here, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not too keen on, like, old-timey spy films or anything, like. but I assume that's what it's kind of, like, paying tribute to, where it's, like, he's so slick, like, everything is thought out. The garbage truck was going to be there. He knew it was going to be there. He runs straight right. to it. Like, I feel like it all plays into who this person is, this meticulous, flawless being of a fucking assassin that every angle is covered, you know what I mean? But it's not. Well, that's the thing. It starts that way. When the movie starts... That's what I mean, for the start. He's, it's like, you don't know if he was literally the greatest assassin of all time up until that second. Right. Because he says he's undefeated. Right. He's killed everybody. Yeah. He's never missed. And he even brags about it. I can't remember what the count is. Do you remember? I don't remember. I want to say it was high. Maybe not up to 100, but up there. And you believe him. You believe him because he's a Zen dude. He's just sitting. He's in this building that they're maybe like renovating or some shit. And he's in an empty room right across the fucking window of the guy he's going to kill. And he's just waiting for him to get there. And he talks about how like boring his job is. It's just like this job isn't as exciting as. Well, this is also paid tribute to it, too, because we had breakfast before coming in here. And what did he have? Yeah, he had, the, he had the a, McDonald's. a Mickey D's yeah, breakfast. Of course, you're right. We did pay. To- <laughs> <laughs> it was all for you, Finch, the bastard. And I think also Finchy, my man here, is also saying something about consumerism again, kind of like Fight Club. I think this is kind of a good Fight Club companion movie. It's saying some of the same things, like about I think like that whole McDonald's thing right. and. Speaking about the world, too, like how technology is kind of it's kind of fucking us over into right. to, uh, a, to a way that we haven't even realized. Right, right, right. Where he, this guy can easily fucking kill somebody, get to somebody that's supposed to be ungettable. Right. By very easily going to Amazon and just <laughs> buying something. Bezos, dude. And then you can, like, after... I haven't tried it. I don't want to be on a list. <laughs> but I've heard people say, like, on, on other shows and stuff, that they literally Googled... I mean, they they put that into Amazon, the key fob copier, into Amazon to see if you can just buy one of those. And you can. Yeah. And so it would be very easy to just... If the world progresses to not using an actual key, just right. a, a fucking Static key ID, card or whatever yeah. that just unlocks something, like mm-hmm. 
no one's fucking safe, yeah. <laughs> bro. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they do that. It's all on the on the fucking web, anyways. Some third party server that could be able to put that out. It's somewhere you can find that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it's very good. Um, I just love it. That first scene, he's basically walking you through everything. He's like, you just gotta sit here. He's just waiting. He has his watch. Does he like not sleep? He sleeps, but he he needs to get his heart rate to a certain level before he does it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like he's waiting. That that guy could sh- when he it's time for him to go to sleep. That guy could show up at any time, right? So I feel like he goes to sleep, but has an alarm for like every minute. Really? So he's not consistent. He's like sleeping for less than a minute at a time. I might have missed that detail. I think that's what's going on because he's saying like, "Is this like, uh, like what kind of life is this? Right? Like, right. is it worth it?" It's just like, well, like he really can't sleep, which is he's kind of torturing himself because mm. he this guy can get home at any second, so he has an alarm on his watch at all times. So he's laying there trying to sleep. Alarm goes off. I don't know if it's every minute, every two minutes, every five minutes. But the point is, he has to keep wait. All he all he does is open his eyes, look at the window. If the lights aren't on, then he goes back to sleep. Right. Until the alarm goes off again. Mm, I mean, you don't that. know if he's actually sleeping or not, right? right? Like, can you be sleeping if you're doing something like that? Right. But that's when you're seeing the kind of commitment right. that this guy has to the job. Right. But f- body fatigue is real. And yeah. I think that's where the slip ups. And, and homie starts doing yoga and shit. You can tell this motherfucker's in shape. You know what? I'm, I'm, that's what I mean. He looks good, dude. I can't stretch like that to save my life. I imagine, dude. I saw that and I was like, <laughs> I should do <laughs> yoga. <laughs> I was like, Why don't I do yoga? And dude? Fincher is also pushing yoga. You can see it. I mean, I'm in. The someone's gonna, there. The signs are there. If dude. Someone's gonna show him. He's gonna be fast, man. He's gonna do it great. <laughs> We just figured out he's 46, all right? Electro told us himself. Yeah, I did the math. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, you got to keep some form of fucking lifestyle, right? Because he says that, too. He's like, the common person can't do this. Yeah. Like, this isn't a life that you want. But this is what I put myself through to make this shit happen. Because everything's perfect. He says he has the perfect record, and he's all like, all these kills. And, and he says, oh, except for one. I can't take credit for it because the guy had a heart attack before I killed him. Right, right, right. And he's just like, he said it has that funny line, like, this is the first time that, like, red meat and, like, high high blood pressure did the job for me or something. (laughs) So he couldn't take credit for that one. But other than that, supposedly, as to what he's saying to us, he's the perfect fucking killer. He's the killer. Right. He's the Bono. (laughs) What do you think about that title? These, the killer yeah i like it the de- the down eye with, oh it yeah. took me a while to figure out that's what it was to be honest <laughs> i was like what is like the eye i see the bullet hole like, right like i see the top of the eye but where's the other eye it took me a while to be like oh right, he right. killed the, the eye <laughs> the eye's eye dead, dead. <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> Yeah, it took me a little bit to figure that one out. Right. <laughs> and then everything he's doing, you're seeing him do his yoga. You're seeing him do his heart rate thing. The the guy finally gets there, and he's just like, I'm, I will not take the shot unless my heart rate's like, what does it say, like under 60 or yeah, some shit? Yeah, 62 or some bullshit. Which is crazy. Yeah, I don't think crazy. I've ever had that's such a calm a low man. <laughs> That's a calm man, dude. That is zen as fuck. <laughs> so he has the opportunity to take the shot, like, 
several, several times, times yeah. but doesn't do it because he's waiting for his heart rate to uh, drop. Exactly. Or, you know, he's like, uh, if the sodomy happens, yeah. it's going to go up. It's going to go right up. Just <laughs> <laughs> for nothing. I have to wait again. Yeah. She, he, she, he sees a fucking hottie in latex. He's like, this heart rate's going up. I need mm. to execute now. Christ, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he fucking misses. He shoots the fucking dominatrix. Yeah. He takes that breath, like, okay, perfect shot, and then he shoots, and then the chick gets in the way, right at the last second. He had a mag, right? It was a magazine, it wasn't a bolt? Yeah, I believe so. Why not just double tap the bitch? I thought he was, and I think he has about a second to do it, right? but he has, like, a code about it, so the smart thing to do is to just bail immediately to not try to keep killing him if right. he wants to leave he needs to do it now he that second can yeah. cost him yeah. yeah and like we already talked about the scooter chasing like it's perfect and then he says when he misses like that was weird or right. or not not after he misses but after he he gets out of there he puts on his this helmet is new. he says this is new yeah he puts on his helmet he throws away because he had like papers and plans he throws all of that away he slowly gets rid of everything he thinks the cops are chasing him. He goes through a bathroom, fucking like Shaves. completely disinfects, washes himself, yeah. changes his clothes, right. and then goes to the airport. He has like this spray too that like kills DNA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did like that the explanation of like the powder residue from the weapon. Yeah, like all that shit goes into play because then when he gets to the airport, they have the the sniffing dog. They got the pup there, yeah, waiting for any evil doer. <laughs> and you see him just kind of freak out in his mind and be like, "Fuck! Like this is how I'm gonna count. Fuck that! I'm gonna go wash my hands and wash one my more hands. time. Yeah, just to be safe." And he, I love that that part of him being so paranoid. Yeah. Like like me as I was watching it, I'm fucking I'm ramped up too, being like, oh right, fuck. Right. Like is he gonna get caught? Or like you start thinking about the ways he can get caught and you're like, this is so meticulous. Like he's taken way more steps than I would probably think to take, obviously. Right. He has his gun with him, sprays it down, throws it in the trash. Like he's free of everything, but he's still just he doesn't trust anything. He doesn't trust anyone. When he finally gets on the plane, like, he sees this dude and he's like, wait, is this dude following me? Right, right. And instead of leaving, now he fucking goes and to... figures out who the fuck he is. He goes to a fucking... He gets a room. He doesn't leave right away. And he orders room service. He gets a fucking cup and a pan or whatever and sets up, like, a little noise yeah. trap. And then just sleeps on the fucking, on the sofa with a knife in his hand. Mm -hmm. This is how careful this guy is. Right. So I love how the movie's basically showing you how he's so good, so perfect, how he thinks about everything. Right. Yet, nothing goes his fucking way, no. ever. Right. And he improvises pretty good and keeps telling himself, like, what is his little mantra? Like, stick to the plan. Right. And, like, don't improvise. Don't improvise. He says, don't improvise, like, anticipate or some shit right, like right. that. It's just interesting being in his head where he he's telling you things so matter-of-factly and then they don't go his way. And you're, you think you're seeing him plan everything out, but then the plan doesn't work. <laughs> like, right, right. like, you don't know if he was always a bad fucking killer 
and and he's just lying to us the whole fucking time or right. he was the perfect killer up until that moment right. and now he's like kind of losing it and unraveling right. or some right. shit right. but anyways he botches the job and he has like a handler this fucking guy and he calls him and he's just like you fucked up and then so whatever he yeah. throws his phone away and he goes back home and then guess what they fucking roughed up they there might come the oh, sodomy, my evil. You know what? You're right because they, that guy does mention shit. They it's, don't say nothing specific. There, it's she implied, got roughed up. It's implied sodomy. <laughs> <laughs> now I see it. Yeah, because the guy's like, "Oh, I can't tell you what they did to me because it was so evil or some bullshit like that, right?" I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, because when he shows up to the hospital, the guys there, he's like, "You shouldn't be here. They fucking did this." My sister, your fucking wife, or whatever, and he's like, "Well, I don't, what? I, don't I don't know if they were married or whatever." His, he doesn't tell you he his boo thing. He was just I mean? saying like, "They were looking for you, bro." Like, right. this happened because he's like, "I don't fucking know you that well," or whatever. Like, she fucking loves you, but right, you fucking did this. Like, they were looking for you. That's when he says it, though. That's when he's like, "Hey." Uh, she was she was able to talk to me, and what she said was like, "I can't tell you what they did to me because it was so right. vile or some shit like that." So I think you're right. Be a little sorry. but I like, need to look but, at but, but notes. <laughs> <laughs> look at his notes for that one. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he questions his bitch. She's like, "What happened?" or whatever, and so. She tells him that they were in a taxi, right? Does she tell him that? The guy tells him. He's oh, like, the guy. He's the like, guy. oh, it's some dude in a taxi. Can you believe that? It had the sign on top and everything. He said it was a green taxi. Uh-huh. So then he's like, okay, cool. That's the thing. Like, all of his planning and the way to get to people is, like, pretty flawless yeah. and shit. Yeah. So he goes to the airport. He goes to places where he sees taxis. He can't find the right color. Finally, he finds the green taxi. Finds out where their fucking headquarters are and shit. Finds out who was the one who was in the area. Yeah, he goes. He breaks into the fucking taxi place. He sees who was there. Finds out who it was. Fucking stalks him. Waits for him. He gets the cab. I don't know. I think all of that shit is fucking. I awesome. think it's dope. And again, yeah, it, it shows like the hitman style of shit. Like do, do anything, but like in a sophisticated way, like a really drawn out, thought out. Um, he's not as animalistic as just going up into the taxi place and shooting up the fucking place. Right. right? You don't have to do that. He doesn't kill anybody. He doesn't have to. Right. Like, he didn't kill the guy for, that owned the taxi place. Right. And I think he didn't do it because he didn't really see his face. Right. He had a mask on. He tied him up, made him face the other way. Right. And then when he finds out the information, he kind of trashes the place a little bit yeah, to make yeah. it look like, you know, somebody probably just broke in for money or something. And right. then he dips. He yeah. doesn't fucking kill the guy. Right. But then he is completely relentless when it comes to the cab driver. Even though the cab driver kind of, it wasn't his fault. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I did like that. But you see the ruthlessness of him where he really does have no sympathy or empathy. Even though this guy, you know, you could say like, you know what? Like, dude, I picked up these people. Mm -hmm. They told me to take them there. I waited for, he says he waited for maybe an hour or Mm -hmm. something. Mm Mm-hmm. And that he was about to leave them, and then they come back. One of them was fucking 
stabbed or or wounded and then they took off and that was it so it wasn't really like his this dude was just a cab driver right yeah, like yeah. come on they made a whole movie about yeah this not too much though Fox. and saw his face you can't let him go right mm-hmm. but see i think that was also part of the rush job because it, it seemed like he was just trying to get in and out for that cab place right because yeah he does do the staging shit he ties him up he could have easily killed the fucking man and then do this i did like the uh, I, I it has never crossed my mind because i haven't thought about killing anyone huh. but um the fact that he has the cab driver drive him to where he stashed his car yeah, to be i was just like god it's, damn it's it great it's so good because you don't have to worry about shit after that you're so calm you're already there yeah he's telling him exactly where to go he's mm-hmm. like pull in here go in here he gets the information he needs Finds out that one of them, he describes her as a Q-tip, you right. know, and that the other dude was like fucking big. It's me, <laughs> Q-tip. <laughs> no, Whitey. Whitey. Sorry. Come on. It'll be myself in there. <laughs> <laughs> so he finds out what the people looked like. Okay, cool. Right. So now he ices the fucking. I was surprised when that happened, too. Because I was like, he's going to let this You think now. he's going to let him go, right? He gives him all the information Spoilers. he wanted. The, guy, the guy's basically like, dude, like, I didn't know what they were going to do. Right. They took me there. Whatever. Just let me walk out of here. I won't say fucking shit, dude. Like, just let me go. Right. And then he's about to light a cigarette, right? He's like, fuck. Like, what a di-? Boom. He just fucking kills him, bro. Yeah. Killer. The killer. The killer. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, next order of business, he needs to get to his handler. Right. To find out who these people were that sodomized his bitch. That's no good for the killer. Right. And I don't know if you noticed this, but he goes right after that to send the FedEx package. Okay. I didn't know that that was him sending the package so he could follow the FedEx guy into the fucking building. Oh, right? yeah. Like. Yeah. See, that's how you're a fucking killer, bro. Well, it, it plays into two of those, right? It's like, it plays into the FedEx thing, and then it plays into the Postmates or Grubhub, whatever he was eventually. using yeah, to show, like, to the modern-day access that these individuals have because of technology or because of a delivery-type service. You'd be like, hey, this is how I'm going to get in, and he, no one's going to bat an eye. Exactly. So he knows. So he goes to Home Depot... Gets a bunch of Mexicans. Huh? <laughs> gets a bunch of Mexicans well, to know, load he likes stuff the deal. in his truck. He likes a deal. Good deal. He gets a curbside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets a fucking big like recycling bin. trash bin, yep. a nail gun, mm-hmm. and a couple of other things. And we start getting into a little bit of John Wick territory here. Essentially... He, they have some of the same scenes like right. he digs up his guns same right. way as john wick yep. does yep. he has his safe house he says how he has six of them in the world mm-hmm. he can hit at any time and he has basically everything he needs in there passports mm-hmm. money ids whatever you name it fucking license plates he rents a truck uh, he, like I say, he does the FedEx thing, and then the chick asks him, like, do you want to pay for, like, overnight? And he's like, nope, standard, because I need time to fucking get all my shit together yeah. and mm-hmm. fucking get a fucking uniform. So he goes in dressed like a... Like a paper shredder type Yeah, dude. or, like, waste person yes. that's going to go in, like, janitor or garbage man. It's whatever. the shredders, bro. I know it's, it's like... The shredder? Shredders, yeah. <laughs> they take uh, your important documents and 
say that they will properly dispose of it with like either set on fire or shredded that type of shit. Right. So right. that's how he gets in as that service person. That's why they wouldn't bat an eye to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. So he literally sits there and waits for the FedEx guy to arrive. He already knows the system that they have. This guy uses a really old school, like 1980s, like locked CCTV, door. You got to fucking yeah. push the button, you mm-hmm. know? So he waits for the FedEx driver, goes in right after him. Obviously, the FedEx driver doesn't even think about it. He just leaves the door open. For right, him. right. He already knows the lady. He's like, Doris, there's Doris. Right, and shit, right. The fucking secretary. Mm-hmm. He times out the door. That's pretty cool. Timing, he, yep. he pretends like he's drinking water from the water fountain. He sees how long it takes for the door to close. It's one of those like slow closing. Hydraulic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sees that he has about eight or nine seconds. So when the FedEx guy leaves and gets to the elevator, that's kind of a little bullshit. Like, it'd probably take longer for somebody to get on an elevator than eight to ten seconds. It depends on the building, right? I mean, depends on how much traffic you have, but whatever. I'll give it to him. He got in. Yeah. <laughs> Last second, too, just saying. He gets in, mm-hmm. and his handler, who's like, I don't know, he's... A lawyer or what? I believe it was the scene transition was the lawyer. He's a lawyer. Yeah. But he's obviously the guy. Which who, makes sense with the recycling documents. Um, uh, He's obviously the guy that gives him the contracts or the hits or whatever. And he has all the information. Right. So he gets in there and gets his laptop and his phone. Basically, he nails them to the desk and he's like, give me the names, bitch. Zip ties him. And the guy. Did you recognize the guy? Mm-mm. He's uh, from Top Gun. Maverick. Hmm. Yeah. So that guy's like, really? You fucking showed up here? You must be fucking out of your mind dumb. And I can't believe that you're doing this. Right. But the guy's like, whatever. Just give me the fucking... Just give me the names. And he's like, you know, I can't... You know, I don't have them. You just destroyed them. Right. And so he gets the nail gun and he fucking throws three nails in, in the middle of his chest. Yeah. And then that's where you see again, like his perfectly thought out plan. He's like in the middle of telling you, oh, yeah, like average male about this many pounds. He should have about six minutes before he drop. And he just dies in the middle of that sentence. Right. <laughs> and he's just it's like, like uh, fuck. Shit. <laughs> He literally tells himself, don't improvise, stick to the plan. But he's constantly improvising and actually doing a pretty good job. Still good at it for improv. (laughs) So the secretary, she gets a pretty good. I like the whole secretary thing. Takes her to her house. Well, she basically tells him, I can get you the fucking names you want. Right. I'm not going to beg you. All I want is for you to make it look normal. Right. So that my kids can get the insurance. Just don't disappear me. Right. She's like, I know who you are, dude. I know that you could just make me disappear. And that's it. My my family's going to get no money. So just let them find me. Make it look normal. Fast friends are so good because he's like not responding. Speaking. Yeah, he's not responding he, he to hardly, it. Other than his inner dialogue. Yeah. He doesn't fucking say anything. He just I, fucking stares. I at really the, like that. I really like that David-esque style. Yeah. <laughs> almost robotic fucking killing machine. He's a vibes. killer. Yeah. There's nothing there, bro. Yeah. He's just trying to fucking kill. <laughs> <laughs> he can't help himself. He needs information, but ultimately. Yeah. So, so yeah. this chick's basically saying like, I'm not going to beg you, but it's kind of begging. begging. <laughs> yeah. And there's just nothing 
you get in his eyes. Yeah. You know, he's give, he, you don't know if he's buying what she's selling, right. feeling bad for right. her or not. Well, I mean, you know what? Fassbender also played a very compelling Nazi. Mm. So you believe the dead eyes <laughs> from from the get. He wasn't a Nazi, though. He was impersonating a Nazi. That's what I mean, though. Like, he did it so well. Right. Right. You're right. like, there's no question about it. <laughs> he's up there. He's a fucking he's an admiral. This guy's genius right here. Yeah. So you don't question that. Yeah. You believe it wholeheartedly that he is a killer. And it's weird because... And she knows it. I like that she knows it. And she's like, I guess I am big. And she kind of starts crying yeah. a little bit. It's like, yeah, you're not. There's no way out. Well, the the thing is, it's an interesting... She's begging in an interesting way. She's not begging for him to let her live. She knows she's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she already knows. I already saw you. This guy's here. Yeah. I'm dead. Right. <laughs> like, just fucking... Give me a little bit of leeway. And he does. It's not a bad out, to be honest. He does because he, she basically gives him everything he wants. And I really like the codes and shit, like how the names are hidden. Like it's all by the date right. and the letter and stuff. And it's all in a Rolodex. Right, right, right. That's tight. That was cool. I I, mean, I hope that that's how it is. <laughs> well, that's, I hope that these contract killers are out there. And I, think, and I think that's what, like, the whole point of this movie was, that it's that old-timey, sexy, spy Very killer. You know sexy, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Fassbender, of course. But um, I think it's, it's paying tribute to that rather than this new style of tech-savvy whatever there is today, right? This super technology-heavy super spy that could just come in guns blazing it's really more of like james bond yeah yeah no time for that just old school assassin yeah no connections to nothing no agency he says it himself right i'm like i'm no flag i wave no flag yeah he doesn't care what side he's on yeah or who who it affects here for the money yeah do my thing yeah which is dope because that's like the killer the the killer killer. yeah the killer side fincher knew all angles are answered with he's a killer the killer he's a cop killer he's Mm -hmm. a cop killer Mm mm-hmm just give me my fucking phone call (laughs) yeah (laughs) he could have been robocop too I almost was, dude. Really? There was a point where he was like the front runner for RoboCop for the remake. He would have been a fucking excellent RoboCop. They can still do it. You guys can still do it. Come on. (laughs) Please. (laughs) He's not old. He's still a killer. He still got it, bro. You can move. Alex Murphy, can we do it? Please. (laughs) Anyway, so he gets all the information from her. And then as she's going down the steps in her house, he just snaps her neck. Really dope. I was not expecting that. I know. At least a kick, you know, (laughs) Sparta kick in the back. That'll that'll, that'll kill someone. Wait, it might not kill them, though. No, I know. But, like, she's flying off stairs. Like, for sure her neck's in a crack at the bottom. Maybe. Uh, Well, I guess you're right. (laughs) And so everything else cracks. And she's like, ah! Powerful neck crack, bro. That just shows you how easy you can kill someone. And she's like in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. The thing is, he puts out so little emotion that she literally doesn't know when it's coming. We don't know when it's coming. Same thing with the taxi driver. Right. He, they're just he kind of like waits for that moment. For if that, he's when, when they're not expecting it, yeah. they're expecting it for so long. They're like so tense. Like he waits for a moment of them to be kind of like relax a little bit, and right. that's when he fucking strikes yeah. like a cobra. Yeah. yeah. 
Don't sleep on the cobra. It'll still kill you, bro. So anyways, he now he's got the name of the two hitmen. Yeah. And this movie's also has like is set like in chapters. Like yeah. Five chapters. Yeah, yeah. And so now the next chapter is the brute. So he finds out that one of them was just like this big fucking Samoan guy. Or something. Right. Was he Samoan? Yeah, Floridian. He looks Samoan. <laughs> Hawaiian? Maybe. He looks like an islander. Islander. Tropical. Tropical yeah. dude. Yeah. And so it looks like he's he's in the wrong crowd. A lot of Mexicans around him. Yeah. Like, come on, <laughs> the <dude>. wrong crowd. <laughs> <laughs> he's hanging around with the cartels. And yeah, shit. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> like, he's got a pit. He's got, you know. Yeah. Uh, he probably was listening to Pitbull yeah. in the car. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> in his 1998 Caprice. Yeah. So the fucking <laughs> homies, they come. They're like, let's go to the, the strip club, yo. Yeah. So fucking Fassbender's taking them out. Anytime I ever think about something like this, right? Like, let's say we were hit, man. Right. I'd always be so scared that if I was following somebody that I would be way too obvious. This guy's just parked outside people's houses for a lot of this movie. Just taking them out. Do you think people are that oblivious? Or would you notice that there's a car that's just kind of always there that's been watching you? You know what, man? More recently than not, it's kind of been a thing too. We Being also watched. No, well, not just that, but oh, that <laughs> getting um like a camera system, right? Right. Like before that, I know you guys have one too, but you know you're oblivious to what's going on during right. that time. And not right. too long ago, we had someone who came into our yard who I confronted personally, and was just kind of thrown off. But it was like at three in the morning. Really? Yeah, and literally like on the corner of my garage like i come out the back door to go to the car to get something because we had arrived late and i go back and there is a person standing there bro just standing there what the fuck and i'm like what are you doing here and you know she wanted to play the it was a girl she wanted to play the i don't speak english thing and i wasn't gonna speak to her in spanish either i kept pushing it and she like understood what i was saying so i'm like you're just acting the part now and it was just super weird, but... It was we, a woman. Woman, yeah. And so, you know, we told her to fuck off, and then, like, a person down the street picked them up and, like, crept through the hood. And it's kind of weird because you see that on the street all the time. And as this person was talking to me, it was kind of weird because I, I kind of, like, watching this movie and, like, just understanding details to shit. It's also, you know, shout out to Tim Kennedy telling you to be aware of shit. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But as I was talking to this person, I see this car that's pulling out. I had noticed the car pulling like parallel to the to the far sidewalk. So it was kind of, you know, too obvious because like you say, we know what cars are there. Obviously, we live in a really smaller area. Yeah. But like a bigger city like that or some outskirty shit where people are just going to go to like, uh, I'm pretty sure it's normal for people to stop. But uh, as I was talking to this person, I see the car creeping going towards your pad and it's like five miles an hour. And I'm still talking to this person, but like my peripherals catching in. I see it turn and then we're tall so we can see over the fence. So I see it coming around this way. Mm. And I'm like, okay, at least I'm aware of like what's the key play here. And uh, my girl comes on, just starts telling this bitch off and fucking she like almost follows them over there. I'm like, first of all, it's a bad move. You don't know what the fuck they're going to do, yeah. all this type of shit. But, you know, we called the cops. We did the thing. But then, you know, because of these cameras, we can see what goes on at night now. And there's just always a bunch of movement. You know, sometimes if you just come out and I'm not paying attention, there are cars that are parked there for like a couple hours and they take off. 
you know yeah. it could be that little small window where there is a person watching you for an hour and you have no fucking clue yeah and they're gone and then they're back the next day and i see it all the time right so it's just kind of like hmm you know what's going on here and it was weird bro because i felt like an extreme heightened sense of like readiness type shit like i was like okay i could probably destroy this woman right definitely now. you can but yeah you don't know what's waiting in the exactly car. and and then i couldn't see past the fence but i did see the car go that way and i'm like okay well at least i have a blocks time 10 15 seconds before it comes around or right. it flips it right here and then the time i need to get inside to fucking you know yeah. and then the cops they're fucking dicks man honestly I, I got a call back from the sheriff's office and they were fucking assholes they're like, what do you want me to do about it? I'm like, yeah, they don't give a fuck. Unless you're okay. telling them, like, this person is trying to fucking harm me or kill me, they won't do shit about I it. I think next time I'll just tell them, like, hey, I have a gun and I'm probably going to kill someone right now. Yeah, don't just say that. And I guarantee don't say that because you're going to fucking get shot. <laughs> but that's the thing. I'll be like, hey, you know what? They're going to come over here and I will have to defend myself. And when they get there, I'll be like, I don't have a gun. I just fucking need you here. You, you fucking idiot. That's what you get paid for. This is why you, they charge us taxes, you fucking dickhole. I think uh, I could go that route. And I think if it's that serious, they might make a thing. Because again, bro, like, is that split second shit? It's like looking, looking at movies like this that are smart. That is the most extreme outlook of a fucking being to to think and be methodical to try to do some crazy shit to understand the layout of your house to understand all this type of shit right yeah so i didn't expect that but at the same time the threat is real because i didn't know if that person was alone or not right when i walk out to the back of my pad you know how it is as the two steps and it's there and then i can't see to my right yeah. because i need to pass my garage wall right. And that person was literally on that corner. So I was speaking to this person behind my fence. Right. Because I can see and I can see on top of the street because it's at a slope. And so when I see that, I, I recognize that that person, like as soon as I'm like, hey, the person got startled and the car dipped, but it turned around and came the other way. So it was. So it was did they pick her up and they left? Yeah, or? yeah. Full on. So they were together for sure. They were trying to do some shit. The, the girl was speaking nonsense. And maybe, you know what? It could have been a. A bad situation where this person needed help, but the way that they communicated wasn't the way to fucking do it. Right. Right? She was just like, oh, can I be here? Can I be here? Like, uh, someone's going to pick me up right now. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? Like, you're literally at my garage. Right. If that was the case, if you were trying to hide or you kind of wait for someone, do it across the street. There's no lights. You can hang. Yeah. You can sit on my car over there and you'll be fine. Yeah. But you didn't even, if she was in danger... I would hide, I would knock on the door, I would do some shit to get some attention. That wasn't what this person was doing. So obviously that intention for help wasn't there. The element of like, hey, I need your help wasn't there, which could be a ploy to get into your house as well, right? Someone yeah. does that shit. Yeah. And, you know, all of that, fortunately, bro, when that shit happened, those things ran through the mind instead of just reacting oh my god so in a way i think you're trying to say that movies have saved your life yes i think <laughs> at this point with this uh fast bender i like the mentality you know what i mean i get it and for him to be like oh, i don't know it might not work but not not just not just this movie i think like we've seen so many movies yeah, where yeah. of shit like that yeah. and not only that i know you're a big murder podcast yeah, yeah, too. yeah. like you know, chances are these people maybe aren't going to do anything, but you don't want it to be that Richard Ramirez that's going to fucking come in your house Absolutely. and fucking eat your dick, you know? Yeah, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants that. Really. Nobody. <laughs> but um, it was trippy, and it's trippy to see that. And 
And with this movie, it's done really... The killer. <laughs> really elegantly, and it gets personal. That dude... Yeah. It gets pretty legit. Yeah, so at this point, he stakes out the fucking Samoan. He sees that he has a pit bull, mm-hmm. and he goes and buys like 20 bottles of sleeping pills, which I was also thinking about that. If you go into a fucking Walmart, or I don't know what he goes into, and you buy two packs of ground beef and a bunch of sleeping pills, are you supposed to alert someone? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, this guy's going to do something, right. you know? <laughs> well, that's why you play it off when you go to Costco. You get the big bulk stuff. and Yeah, yeah that's a, you're right, I guess. Right. Uh, he has multiple identities. Because he buys, like, he? a bunch of bottles of aspirin yeah, yeah. and two packs of ground beef. It's like... Hmm. <laughs> like what but are you doing? I think it was Florida, so it's weird enough. And they were like, "Okay, it's fine." A lot of gators. Yeah, <laughs> these people are nuts out here. <laughs> I like also how his costume or his disguise or whatever he says he models himself after a German tourist. Because mm-hmm. this one time he saw this guy, and he's just like, nobody wants to talk Mm-mm. to that guy. So that's to what I German. Do. That's what he models himself mm-hmm. <laughs> after. So that literally makes himself the least approachable person. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? There's some truth to that, bro. Funny enough, one of the homies I went with to Spain, Ace. Shout out to Ace. Uh, he wears these puffy jackets. He's from Salas. He has a thing. You know, he looks a little Cholo-esque. No one would bat an eye. First of all, I'm tall as fuck, and this food looks like an OG. No one's looking. They're like, these guys are up to no good. Which, honestly, we were just sightseeing. <laughs> we're just having a good time. We were bird watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Straight up. There was a point where we were bird watching. We were very <laughs> <laughs> By the local. <laughs> Birds are blossoming. Oh, my God. Gorgeous country. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's very true. Anyways, so he's like over here saying like, "Oh, your average pit bull weighs this. Right, right. They should put him down for this much." Everything he's saying like makes sense, and you're like, "Oh, he's very calculated. He knows exactly what he's doing." <laughs> but he fucks, yeah. he fucks it up. Miscalculated. He throws like three things. The dog's not even paying attention to them at first, and then finally, the dog goes to sleep. He has to wait there for who knows how long. Goes in to fucking. Give the Samoan what's what. <laughs> you know. Really great scene. You know, he's trying to be so careful, but this guy has one of those doors that as soon as you open it, it like beeps twice. Right. Like, Sensor. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, he's going through like every door. Super tense. I really like it. It sounds like he's in the shower, right? So this guy was like, this guy was also aware that this guy was staking him out. Right. You know, like we were saying right now, like that car has been parked there for. Right. A long fucking time. I'm waiting for the son of a bitch to come into the fucking house. Mm-hmm. Because it sounds like he has the shower on, but this guy didn't just come out of the shower, right? No. So he he had on the the shower waiting for this guy to come in. Obviously, Fastbender is going towards the bathroom, but the homeboy's not in the fucking bathroom. Right, He's right. already ready to fucking rush him. Right. And there's this fucking giant fucking Samoan. Big and dude. Fastbender, I mean, he's not a small guy, but no. come on now. There's a part where he like uppercuts Fastbender and Fastbender just looks like, oh, oh fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> sure so they have a great fight scene. They fucking tear this house apart. He fucking hits him with a bong, of course. Yo. <laughs> the bong of death, bro. A little signaling there, Fincher. Come know. on, man. I'll take it easy. Same bro. drugs are bad. Wow. 
<laughs> I didn't know this was a Christian film. <laughs> and tell me, tell me that this movie didn't make you go when he fucking falls on the fucking chair. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, that's not. I mean, is that what was going Ooh, on? Oh, Bono. Yeah, we right. thought there was no side of me going right. through yeah. it. We have found two counts. Found it. One of deep <laughs> penetrative. <laughs> Anal tissue ripping, everything. Fucking, oh, oh like dude. like tissue paper. Like uh, that hurt me when I watched it because yeah, like good. he, I don't remember what happens. He like they like tackle each other or something, <laughs> and he like the table breaks, breaks and the way he falls, like the chair falls over, right. or or is it a table leg? It might be a table. It leg. might be the leg of the table. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the table was flipped upside down, and then they like shove each other, and this guy falls. His, as his, first. His, yeah. his, his anus was just fucking <laughs> spread ready to Ugh. be fucking sodomized by not this good. table not good and you see that he falls on top of it and it doesn't break he's just like yeah. on it yeah but you can see he went down it pretty yeah, well yeah. so you know that thing didn't just like organs, go up his ass it like went up yeah and uh and then finally it breaks and he falls over and pulls it out. It's like, oh my god! And then the killer runs and hides in the bathroom. Right. And the Samoan still because he's just fucking giant roided up fuck. Right. Yeah. He's running on yeah that of his mind. He's, he's running on adrenaline too. He probably still isn't even feeling, feeling what's happening. Yeah. But he's going down the hall with the gun, looking for Fastbender, and then you see the amount of blood that's on his dick too so that means like that shit probably right went through, all the way everything, through everything. and then he he notices it like he looks down and he feels his dick and he sees the, all the blood on his hand and he's like fuck you this know it, yeah but he's still on his mission that he's still trying to kill this like guy a true killer when you see the blood on his crotch and he touches it i was like oh my god <laughs> like yeah, yeah. that's so fucking terrible yeah, yeah it's not good anyways the killer does his deed. Yeah, it does the, the thing. The Samoan goes down. Yeah. But the pit wakes up. Oh, yeah. What <laughs> so was his calculation was wrong there. What was the, the pit's name? It had like a distinguishable fucking name. I don't recall. Fuck. But time's out perfect. Breaks right through the fucking window yeah. like fucking. Like fucking Velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> he runs out just in time. Right. And, you know, escapes. And you see him walking back to his car, like, just, like, fucked up. (laughs) The face is battered. Yeah, he just got his ass handed to him for some Samoan Samoan ass whooping for about two, three minutes. (laughs) Which then shows you, like, the human element to the guy, too. Because you can see him, like, visually be like, oh, fuck, like, that kind of fucked me up. But at the same time, still, like, a robotic killer. His mistakes are getting... Bigger and bigger. First mm-hmm. one, he misses the shot. Gets out pretty clean. Yeah, very clean. Second one, he still gets out clean, but he goes and he accidentally kills the guy like immediately before he's able to question him. Right, and right. has to go about it in a different way, longer way. This one, he completely messes up. Yeah. The dog didn't sleep as long as it needed to, and the dude was straight up waiting for You're right, him. Right. <laughs> now he has to go find the other person. The chapter calls it the professor. Professional, I think the expert the expert again just fucking chilling outside her house and you, you know you would think you've a fucking hitman 
would be notice of another a car. Well, I guess the Samoan, man. Yeah. Right, right. But not the Q-tip. <laughs> uh, Matilda Swinton. She's fucking fantastic. She's yeah. a great actress. Right. I think she's fucking fantastic in the the little amount of screen I like time that. she gets I like in this that. movie. Really elegant, very poised. Really cool, cool stuff. And he's kind of thrown off by where she lives. He's like, huh, like, this is weird. She lives, like, in a suburban yeah. neighborhood, kind of, like, she's part in of... In the mix, she's, yeah. She's part of her community. Right, right, shit. right. Plain, the, in like, plain sight type Yeah. Shit. So he's kind of confused by that. So he's, like, following her around. She goes to this restaurant where she's treated like fucking royalty. She has her own table. They just bring her out food right. that, like, the she doesn't even ask for. Right. They already know what kind of drink she wants. Has brings out my Bring out my bottle. I like, really like that. You know, it's funny. We were watching that scene last night. And the fact that, like, it's a dining experience for that person was like, hey, I'm, I'm here to participate in whatever the culture is here. And that whiskey bottle that she had, that bor- Borsa, Borna, we looked it up immediately because when they put it down and she asked for her bottle, I assumed that she bought the bottle to have it there just for her. So when they bring it out, they do a really uh, good job of doing, like, a label placement. So they force you to look at this bottle, right, and they tilt it towards you when she gets her flight. And we looked up that bottle, and it's forty five grand. What? Yeah. Damn. And then they have like a a little trio thing of like double shooters. That's like thirty six thousand, and it comes like in this box, sort of with that same arch fucking thing. Damn. And the cheapest one that we found was like a nineteen eighty one fucking whiskey that they had in a shot form for three hundred and fifty bucks. I was like, what the fuck. And this bitch just took him down like no problem, right? Well, yeah. I really love this scene. So he's kind of watching her. And it's interesting because, again, in this one, he just decides, fuck it, I'm going to go. In You're wondering how he's going to go about killing her. And he just decides that he's just going to go right into the restaurant where she is. Right. And sit down with her. Right. And I, it's a great fucking scene. I really fucking like it. Sort of reminds you a little bit of like Inglorious Bastards or something when you know when they're sitting at the table and right. they're like, yeah, like who knows what the fuck's gonna happen to everybody else in this room? Right, right, you right. know that you and me are fucking dead. Right, <laughs> right, right. Same, same type gun, yeah. gun under the table type shit. Yeah, and I love it. She has her back to the door that he comes in, so she doesn't see him coming. Right, so he comes right behind her, and um, uh, she has her purse like. Or I don't know if it's a purse or a napkin, but she had her gun on the table. Right. And so he knows that it's there. He goes right for the... Fu- he Before she even sees him, right. he reaches for her gun. She's kind of like, what? And then looks and then sees him. And then she's like, oh, fuck. Like yeah. She knows who he is. Right. This man has a reputation. Right, right, right. As much as she does. Yeah. And then just sits down in front of her. She knows that he has her gun. She's gunless. Right. And I just love it because she's kind of like, fuck like all right have some of this food you know the chef just brings it out for me like whatever he thinks i might like he just brings out it's the best of the best type shit. yeah it's like you're not gonna find anything better i don't even think he he speaks no, he right? doesn't he's speak just at all. he's just staring at her which is so fucking awesome it's really trippy too because when she's engaged to him he has that death stare and then when the help or the waiter the waiter servers come around he drops his gaze and like looks around to kind of I, I assume he's scanning to see if any of these people are fucking because he looks both left and right uh-huh. and then when they leave he's like locks in again 
And she knows it because at first she offers food and she's like, bring me my bottle. And it's like, you want this? He's like, no, you're not going to join me for my last supper. Last meal. He doesn't you know? say shit. Brings a bottle and she's like, oh, you're not going to indulge. Knowingly that that's a really luxurious piece type. She's like, oh, fuck it. Give me my shit. And he takes the last shot from her. He's yeah. like, I will take this 45K drink, <laughs> bitch. Thanks for the purchase. Yeah. Yeah. She offers him the food and he, she's just like, why aren't you having it? And it's like, do you think that it's like poisoned or whatever right. you think it's tainted but the thing is like she keeps doing all of the talking and he's just staring right. at her so it's a really interesting way of seeing a person much like the secretary before right kind of realize that they're dead and their mental process in their last right. fucking moments or whatever. Right. So she, she's just like, do you mind if I have a last drink before you're like, you fucking kill me? And she's like, and by drink, I mean, I'm getting fucking yeah. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like you're about to kill me. Which, okay. It, you know, <laughs> if you look at, at the thing uh, through Fastbender's eyes there, you see like what she's saying isn't wrong. She's like, well, she hadn't touched the food. The food was complete there. You know, it, it could be a thing where maybe she was prepping for that situation where because like how she says, she's like, I've always had my guard up. I've always been this. But my flaw today is thinking that this will never happen to me because I am that careful. Yeah. Just like how he is. For sure, if I was him or if I was that elite of an assassin, I'm thinking anything everywhere is out to fucking kill me. Right. Right. So when she's like, oh, you're not going to eat? And he's just like, bitch, you know I'm not going to eat. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm not going to drink. You know I'm not going to do anything to alter. That's why when he says stick to the plan, I don't necessarily think it means that he has a plan. It's like stick to your thought. Which is, when you look at it, like a bad way to live. So now she has decided to kind of live a lavish lifestyle, which he maybe... I don't know. He's like jealous of it, which is why he goes in there. You right. Know? And she even asked him, she's like, why did you come in here? Like you could have killed me any fucking way you wanted. Right. You could have fucking poisoned me. You could have just disappeared me. I wouldn't have seen it coming. Right. Like, what the fuck made you just come in here and right. sit with me? You know, right, right. by what he was saying, like, oh, like it's weird that she lives in this neighborhood and she's enjoying the shit out of her life. Right. He's like, I'm not fucking enjoying my life i am always ready to fucking dip or kill or whatever get the fuck out of there right and you're over here fucking (laughs) (laughs) having 45k whiskey yeah getting catered by this master chef here i'm about to johnny depp that guy (laughs) as soon as i'm done with your ass i'm gonna go in there and kill the chef (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) fuck you I think that's kind of like, I don't know if that's what it was. And he's, he's just like, I want to hear, like, maybe just wanted to hear, like, what are you going to say? What is this she going to say? How is she going to explain herself? Right. What is she going to say? How is she going to talk her way out of this? Like, I need her to know that I beat her and she's fucking dead. Like, I don't know. He's right. so mad or jealous or I don't know what that he decided that she needs to know she's about to fucking die. I can't just fucking make her trip or throw her in front of a car or something right i mean and it's kind of that too because it's like okay this person is like an outstanding person in her shit i I don't think he understands to what extent but i think i i think he didn't know that that was an option for like people like him or him you know so for him to kind of come to that realization like oh well i don't have to fucking do that but you fucked up because you already fucked me beforehand but 
Like, I feel like if he would have gotten an understanding of that earlier on, he wouldn't be as reckless as he could, where he could just kind of hang his fucking his shit and be like, yo, fuck it, I'll get a kill every once in a while, you yeah. know? <laughs> I'll take care of this job, sure. Yeah. Where she's like, I regret being as careful or I regret doing things a certain way just to keep up with my mental self, which kind of keeps that whole uh, sleeping shit that you were saying earlier about him getting McDonald's, getting the proper food enough that he needs, you know, that type of shit. The protein. He takes all the bread or whatever. He's just like, whatever. This is a bunch of protein for like a few bucks. Yeah. That's all that's my it. body needs. I don't needs. give a fuck. Sure. <laughs> that's all I need. I'll stretch this out right now. Yeah. And this chick is just chilling, really, really living lavish. She's living that continental lifestyle, mm-hmm. you feel me? Mm-hmm. How may I be of service? Exactly. Yeah. Eating shit with the duck fat. It's almost like the same dish from John Wick yeah, 2. Yeah, I see that. It makes all the difference. Yeah, right. And then she's just like, all right, like, let's do it. You know, they're having their last little walk. You know what it reminded me of? Mm. Assassins. Do you remember Assassins? Fuck. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas <laughs> and Sly. Yeah, I mean, not in a lot. I don't remember the it movie. It starts with Sylvester Stallone walking a hitman to kill him. That he knows oh. he's going to die. And they're, like, walking in the swamp. And he's walking behind them. Like, he's taking them there to kill him. Right. And he's joking around with them or whatever. And Sylvester Stallone is just being, like, yeah, when he, like, stone-faced. Right, like, right. yeah, yeah, you're dead. You're done. Yeah, yeah. But that guy's kind of, like, it's, it's similar. So she's, like, walking with him knows he's about to kill her and he's she's just like so where are you gonna do it like you know there's a nice little spot over here or whatever you know kind of thinking like maybe she's thinking again like okay like i see a way out of this now we're out in the open i'm gonna distract them and then she slips right and then um, there was snow and she was drunk and like in heels and yeah, shit. yeah 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 and then so she's going down some steps and she slips. And when she slips, she kind of puts her hand out for him to help her. And you see him start to reach like if he's going to help her. But he just fucking blasts her in the I fucking I love head. it. I love it. And as he's pulling the trigger, he says, trust no one. Yeah. So she dies. She falls. And as soon as she falls, you see that she had Little a fucking knife in her, yeah. in her hand. So yeah. she was gun As soon as if he gave her the opportunity, she was looking for a way her. out. Mm-hmm. Which so, is part of the whole assassin thing. You always have to find the situation, right? Like, I mean, tell it's a, it's I guarantee you. Stallone was there the whole time. He knew. <laughs> Banderas. <laughs> the the key players. <laughs> she knew that she's like, well, I could potentially have this out by getting fucked up. I could act this thing. I, I assume she's that aware as much as he was. <laughs> yeah. She knows that she's probably fucked, but there is a slight chance that yeah. this guy slips and she could get out of it. Mm-hmm. And she almost, like, almost if... This guy wasn't as careful as he is. That probably would have worked. Right. But I really love how all the kind of kills, except for the fucking Samoan. It's right. just like he kind of lets it happen when they least fucking expect it. Right. Blows your fucking head off. Yeah. And then now the last person is the person that put out the hit. Right. He finds out that it's like a rich ass crypto guy. Like, like, yeah. Like the new age person. Yeah. Right. Like if he kills this person, it will be known. It's not going to be as clean. You know, right. like people are going to know who this person is. He's probably like a billionaire. I don't know if he's supposed to be like a who's that like in 
Elon Musk kind of not mm, quite. No, but. I would say some crypto dude. I don't know too many crypto guys' names, but I would be like some new hedge fund dude or some any hedge fund guy who's in control of some shit. Yeah, who got in on the crypto deal? This rich ass dude who you know he looks him up and you know he when when you look him up he pops up right. and there's a lot about him because right. he's like a known person or figure. Again, we were talking earlier about how he goes about it. He finds out where he lives so he finds out what gym he goes to which is this like rich ass luxury there's some there's a couple gyms like that that's fucking crazy bro it shows you like how this ungettable guy how easy it is to fucking get him all he does is goes he he starts a one-week trial for the gym kind of follows him in there gets the um uh, the key key fob thing to fucking to open up his locker, gets his fucking key card to get into his apartment. Right. And fucking gets in there. And I really like how when he's looking him up to kill him, he's just like, this is outside of my code. Like, I shouldn't go after this guy. Right. Because it's too high profile. And then he's just like, fuck it. Right. <laughs> like, I'm going to do it anyways. Just because I can, I think. Yeah, well, he's trying to prove a point. At, at the end of the day, he's trying to get revenge to the people that wronged his bitch. Right. And it all leads down to this fucking guy. Yeah. And so he gets there, and then, like, the dude doesn't even know who he is. He has no idea. No. Like, he shows up, and he's like, do you know who I am? And he's just like, fuck, like, no. Right. But immediately, you know, he sees he has a gun, and he's like, all right, like, I don't know who the fuck you are, what's going on, right. but, like... We can work this out. Right. And it's it's kind of like that thing of like these careless billionaires, these new wave of billionaires that are taking new money, um, crypto money that are because I mean, when you see the guy too, right, he it's funny when he makes his first observation. And I didn't think about it that way. But he's like, oh, he's, it doesn't help that he has vanity plates, mm-hmm. you know, vanity in in. As a term is basically saying like this person's so far up their own ass. Yeah. Whether it could have been custom plates, he could have said specialized plates, or he said vanity. Like this dude's so into himself, pulls out in a glorious Maybach. First of all, gorgeous fucking car. You know, mm. we're talking about half a million dollars in a vehicle, if not a quarter. And the guy looks average. You know, he has a t-shirt on. He has the fucking beanie on. He's just a regular dude who has money. Who's this hedge fund operator? Again, this new money type of individual that, you know, maybe Fastbender or, like, these old schooly fucks who are like, oh, these new wave of fuckers, like, get the fuck away from me. Where the respect of the other people that they were killers, he's not getting it from this fucking person. And he's just like, I feel like he got turned off by that. And it's just like, ah, fuck you. Like, you don't give a fuck. Like, it's kind of his out, too, because he's telling them, like, Oh, you're that guy. Yeah, well, he's trying to think about how he got there, who this person could be. And then I think he puts it together, right? He's like, oh, fuck. So this guy put out a hit, right? The hit that Fastbender fucks up in the beginning. And he basically says, like, okay, so you're that guy. And he he says, like, okay, well, the guy, the lawyer, the dude who he killed with the nails, he called him and he's just like, Fastbender fucked up the job. And essentially, the way the lawyer looked at it or whatever is just like, as a hitman, the first time you fuck up, that's it. You're no longer a hitman. You're compromised. You're done. Mm -hmm. You're done. And basically, you're either you disappear. Like, you go. He basically tells him, like, go live your fucking life. You're fucking rich as fuck. Just leave. Disappear. Right. Right. But he's just like, nah, my girl got sodomized. Right. So, so no. 
Or they take care of it, right? They take care of the problem. They send their fucking people to kill a kill so, a fucking hitman. So he offers uh, this guy the insurance. He right. did, so they call him and they're like, "Your your hit was botched. Do you want to pay an extra one hundred and fifty thousand for insurance?" Basically, the guy that we hired to do the hit, he will be killed. So this cannot be traced, right? And so he was like, "Sure, whatever." insurance but he doesn't even know like he makes it seem like that wasn't even explained to him Mm. right like they would just ask me if i wanted insurance on what i just did 150k whatever it's like i've never done this before yeah this was my first hit Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was just going through the motions of how supposedly this goes this down. goes down and shit. Like I don't, I didn't know you. I didn't know who you were. I didn't know what they were gonna do. There's nothing personal. I have zero problems with you, right? And so it's very interesting that the killer decides to let this guy live. Right. I don't know what moral code or what that he saw that like this guy like maybe like since it did not matter to this guy like at all. He wasn't even thinking about it, right? That the fact that when Michael Fassbender showed up, that he didn't already know exactly who he was and was expecting it. He knew it was coming. He wasn't like, I knew it. He was like, who the fuck are you? Right. This was such a non-thought in his head that kind of Michael Fassbender is like, what have I even been doing? This is what I was doing this for? Yeah. Completely let down from his meticulous fucking outlook in life for this fucking guy who could give two fucks in fact his concern is this building was supposed to be unbreachable it got breached yeah he's like and he still says oh the christmas bonuses are gonna be light this year yeah it's like you're still gonna hand out shells because you can right you right. shell out the money and it's like he i feel like he got turned off from the fact and then the way he carries himself and explains the shit and how he's saying it i think for a person like that with such a high ramped up mindset of being in this killer world in this john wick world of crazy killers who just do that and put him in that state where maybe that could be like his cushion too he's like if i need if i need money i'll just rob this billionaire i'll just tell him hey send me this shit you know owes me his life yeah this guy he he basically tells him like now you know i can get to you i like that whenever i like that part like i can get i can get you no matter what so you're not fucking safe. Right. So if you ever fuck with me, right. like you're fucking dead. I like the fact that it's like it could be quick or I could be putting some I could be poisoning you and then you'll have like this flesh rotting thing ki- mm. killing you slowly. It's just like <laughs> take it easy, <laughs> fucker. You had a sniper in one scene, now you're gonna poison someone. Yeah, which I again, I don't know if that's a Fincher talking about like you know the way people perceive his work right. you know somebody can look at one of his movies and be like this movie means this or this movie's so smart they put so much like behind like let's see fight club obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so many people fucking worship that movie and that movie means this to them or means that to them and at the end of the day it's Fincher just being like it's just a movie right 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 it like all this deep thought you th- all the things you really think that it meant right it's really meaning so this whole fucking super smart thing or whatever whatever you thought it was or whatever like yeah at the end of the day doesn't even fucking matter no this guy wasn't even aware (laughs) exactly and yeah you're 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 kind of on his side because we love fastbender of course yeah but when you see him get there and even you as as the the viewer 
I was kind of turned off by that too. I'm like, that's the fucking dweeb. That's the, that's yeah. the hit guy. Like even when he came out, and I, I like how it gives you the classic trope of like, oh, he's not a fucking a whatever Mossad, or he's not this crazy. The the driver is not a Mossad. He's not this because in his mind he's like, okay, this guy's got to be high profile. He's gonna have some killers with him. You're expecting the the typical you're fucking expecting the bad guy from John Wick, exactly in a suit yeah. with a fucking Ukrainian accent, yeah, or Russian yeah. accent, some dime piece by his fucking side, fucking coke everywhere. Yeah, not, yeah. It's a dweeb yeah. with a sub pop shirt <laughs> <laughs> and a beanie. Yeah, he's like dude. in his sixties. Yeah, it's a guy from uh, Mank. Mm. He was the, like the studio lead or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. with a beanie. Yeah, <laughs> and also, of course, let's not forget he was in the Lost World Jurassic Park. Of course, he gets eaten by the little T Rex. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, I love Sacrifice that guy. But that. it's awesome that he just kind of shows up at the end, and that's just like, yeah, he just subverts expectations as to what you would expect this guy to be. He's just like a dweeb that maybe who knows why he put out this hit like it they don't explain anything, anything yeah. right well it's it, your guess like maybe it's a competitor right like he's just like dude this guy kind of like fucked me on a deal yeah i got so mad i put out a hit on him yeah. i didn't even get that mad that he didn't get killed it was right. like whatever right right <laughs> and i think it, it takes you for that same ride because of everything that that fassbender's telling you as to like who he is why he is and you know his level of work that you automatically assume that whoever purchased him is some real deal dude who needed some shit done yeah by a fucking savage where the guy had no fucking clue some fucking hipster yeah a hipster just, yeah hit. hit up a broker and it's like eh, we'll send him fassbender yeah <laughs> send him out there yeah, so Fassbender gets this kind of new light or enlightenment about his job or his place or what he does, what it means and everything. And now at the end, it seems like he is going to try and go live a more relaxed lifestyle with, with this woman that right. he did all of this for. Right. They're out in some fucking who knows what country in a nice ass house fucking rich ass by the beach fucking beautiful shit yeah, yeah and he lays down and you're like okay cool he's he got his revenge whatever he's gonna sit down and relax himself and one of the things that they said about this movie is that you never see him blink he yeah. never blinks yeah. until the very end of the movie right. and you see that this is him supposedly letting that life go and now he's gonna live like whatever a normal life yeah and he blinks and he has like an eye twitch where it's just like Mm -mm. no this guy can't live a normal life he's a fucking killer yeah and that's the start of john wick john wick that's how it starts (laughs) that's how it starts i really fucking like this movie i thought it was great it reminded me a lot of uh american psycho actually with Mm. the narration okay narration for sure with the narration and kind of like you know, yeah, him the ego behind everything. It. Yeah, him being so matter of fact yeah, about right, right, things. Right, right. Um, uh, also, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a panic goes over my head when I see how elegant or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like all this shit. It's a and the narration sounds like eerily similar. Like sure, Michael yeah. Fassbender and Christian Bale are both great like, voices. Are both like English <laughs> yeah, actors. Yeah, but they. Do a very similar American accent. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, like okay. I think a lot of this sh- this shit has a lot of coming with that movie too about like consumerism and stuff. Like like the amount of product placement and stuff. Like all the stuff that 
the killer is using to kill people. He's using Home Depot. He's fucking using Amazon. He's using fucking Postmates. He's literally using technology and all this stuff that we use. They're basically showing us how fucking stupid and vulnerable yeah. we are at all times. <laughs> with, at all times. With all these things Advancements that, that we that think makes us yep. more secure or that we use for convenience. It's like, yeah, all these things can be used against you to fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. Like you, if everybody so, has all of their information. If someone there. really wanted to, absolutely, they yeah. Can. And it's like a, I think a good subtle way of just being like, yeah, we're all fucking doomed here. <laughs> the world's fucking, and only killers are gonna survive. And I mean, that's what <laughs> Netflix is saying. You know, that's why they got Leo to talk about global heating. And now we got Fastbender letting you know that you're not safe at every turn. No. That's it. That's the killer, man. I really fucking liked it. It was cool. You know, it just took a long time to get there. Even though it wasn't the longest movie, it just felt drawn like that. I didn't feel it that way, but I could see that. Especially when you're at home. And it's pretty silent of a film. Like, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue. It's all narration. I fucking love all of that shit. I didn't mind it, but for, like, the general viewer, I think they're kind of like, I need more. Yeah. I'm stupid. I need need a few average dumbass is not gonna wanna fucking sit through that. Yeah, they're not gonna get it. Right. And, yeah, like, a lot of people that like David Fincher were have been with this and Mank being like, what the fuck is he doing? Right. And I think it's very interesting what he's doing with these two movies. Like, they're different than what he's done before. And I don't know. Like, I'm... I like, I like the direction he's going. And I don't know. I think he has another movie in this three... He had, like, a three-movie deal with Netflix. So oh, he really? One more. Okay. And then after that, we'll see if maybe we could get him back on, on the movie screens. Well, or, or, like... Like I said, this movie, he made this movie. The type of movie this is, he knows he's not going for best director, best picture. Which I said, like, he should be nominated for best director for this movie. Because this movie was directed fucking flawlessly. And if you're going to give a fucking trophy out for being a good director, he should be considered for this movie. Right. At least not whether whether he wins or not. No, Nolan needs the Oscar this year. Come on now. But there's no way you shouldn't fucking recognize him for this movie because this movie is fucking perfect when it comes to it being directed. Absolutely. (laughs) Nolan's going to take it. And I think he's aware of that where he's like, hey, well, Nolan will do the big blockbuster film, which not only is, uh, you know, intellectual and fucking really pretty and all of the above. Devastating. Yeah. (laughs) And you have Robert Downey in the fucking middle of it, like a fucking true champion that he is. Fuck. Kills it. And I'll take care of the the fucking streamers. Don't trip. I'll take care of the people at home. I'll give them something to think about. I don't give a fuck about the Oscars. I mean, I do and I don't. I think they're a big fucking sham, but Mm. I still want fucking Christopher Nolan to get one. I think he'll get it this year, bro. So I want him to get one. Glorious And I also want David Fincher to one day have a fucking Oscar. I want fucking Tarantino. I mean, Tarantino has an Oscar for writing. Right. Yeah, at least has an Oscar. I think he should get one for directing. Right. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood should have been that was it. Should have been his. Right. I think the more I've watched that movie, the more I'm like, "Fuck, is this movie a fucking I'm masterpiece?" You, we just watched it 
recently, my girl and I, and it was funny too because Lex is like, "Are you guys watching this movie for real?" And he was in the start of it. I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then he came back yesterday. He's like, "Did you guys really finish it?" We're like, "Yeah." Dude, it's such a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Uh, yeah. The more I watch it, I'm like, "Fuck, is this his best fucking movie?" It might be. Mm-hmm. It's top three. It's really good. But, but yeah, yeah, I want all these guys. Like, they all deserve it. They all fucking deserve it. They are the best directors right now. Marty Scorsese has his Oscar. Killers of the Flower Moon's very fucking good. Right. I need to rewatch it without like having to pee the whole fucking time. Right. But it's fucking great. It's very fucking good. The movie looks beautiful. Um, uh, I will say this: out of the actors in it, Leo is not like I am not even worried about him coming in and swooping the Oscar from Killian. Right, I think for right now, Killian's still he's the top front the runner. Yeah, he's top of the game. And I was worried that fucking Leo was gonna come in and be like, "Fuck you, buddy." Right. But I am happy to say that his performance is not bad. Right, but it is not the best performance in that movie. You know what? Shout out to Killian, bro. I recently watched him and the um, what's her fucking name? Rachel McAdams classic. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, Red Eye? Of course. I haven't seen it in forever, but Terrible I, I really... Terrible movie. You don't... Terrible really? Movie. Yeah. I, I but liked it. Killian crushes it. He's gorgeous. He's so... <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I feel like, like prettier than Rachel McAdams. He, honestly, he looks so good in that. And I... His honest, eyes, I, his hair. I know. I looked at Rachel kind of weird for that one. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm typically drooling, but I don't know if she's... If she's you put there. her next to Killian, though, you're not his eye. I know exactly what you're talking about. He's, like, prettier <laughs> than most fucking women. <laughs> Especially and, in that movie. Yeah, yeah. In that movie. Really charming. He's, he's, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. The first like 20 minutes of that movie are kind of like a rom-com aren't they they're like that's what i was gonna say in love 100 percent. i was like it's like a thriller rom-com bro. that's what makes that movie so awesome i haven't seen it in forever i mean i'm just talking shit because it's an older (laughs) movie too but i when i i almost laughed i was like this is like the funniest thriller long rom-com that i've ever seen so silly by the end too with the whole throat thing i like that it's awesome (laughs) killian's the man give him an oscar you know we're talking saw we're talking a little bit anaconda you know <laughs> but um, it's, okay. Okay. it's okay. Yeah. You remember the, the puffer fish, right? In Conda? Yeah. Remember when the guy took his fucking scuba gear off <laughs> and just let a fish in there? <laughs> yep. That's what I mean. But um, but, I'm sure he'll take it. But with Killers, he deserves it. Lily Gladstone. She's the female lead. She's outstanding in it. Outshines um, uh, Leo for sure. Cool. Leo has kind of a subdued performance you know and and it's something we've seen from him before like kind of like the hick kind of character you Mm. know or whatever like you know he's putting an accent or whatever that we've kind of seen before right a similar performance so as good as it is it's like you're like okay like you've done this before right right but you know who fucking i think crushed in that movie Mm. is de niro really he's so fucking good i'm with that He's so evil. He's so evil in this film, and he's, he's Italian, and he's so good. Right, right. He's so fucking good. Where 
Also, you know, I'm rooting for for Downey Jr. to win for best supporting. Right. But De Niro, second, De Niro huh? is okay. right okay. there, dude. De Niro well, is right there. That's fine. I think it's a great fucking performance. I really loved it. And, so. and I mean, that's that's what these movies are for. That's why these guys are at the top of the game. These directors, these two juggernaut fucking directors who, who have stood the... The transition of time in movies and just culture, Hollywood with their strikes and all this bullshit and all the shit that's changing, like they still manage to pull through with films like this. And again, it's not, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite films that he's done, but it was a good movie. It stands out from what's being pumped out there, you know? Yeah. So uh, I'll respect it. I, I do respect this director. I do respect what the fuck these guys are doing. It's cool to talk about it in depth like this because you don't get that chance if you're just viewing or, you know, yeah. someone who just goes to the movies to watch it. They might not understand. But like this movie that is probably the length of this podcast <laughs> is uh, it's not it's not like for the it is, but isn't for the general consumer. It's just, you know, hey, you want to have a smart watch? Check this movie out. Pay attention because that's another thing, too. Not only is this guy literally telling you the details of every step that he's taking, you know that these Fincher films require your attention on yeah. a different level. So you're like already like ready for it, bracing for it. You're like, what's happening? What, yeah. What's the foreground here? What's exactly. all that type of shit? Yeah. Yeah. You you need to pay attention to these movies. This isn't the tr- Transformers film. Yeah. <laughs> you have a Wahlberg in this one, all right? Dwani Wahlberg was a good kid. Okay. And he got fucking sworn. Yeah. Big time. Anyways, I think that should wrap it up yeah. for this episode. Yeah. It deserves that, so I respect Yeah, well, it. you know, Fincher in general. And then we also had to tell the tale of how you might have been murdered. Might have been, bro. <laughs> might have been. And Any last thoughts on the killer? Fucking. I still stand by the 7 with a 6.8. It's okay. I did like it. Uh, Fast Bender for life. He's great, no matter what. Yeah. But um, I think it... Uh, Maybe because, again, the expectation for these Fincher films. And even Mank. I really liked fucking Mank. I might have expected a little bit more from a movie called The Killer. Right. Well, it definitely wasn't the movie I thought it was going to be. Right. That's for sure. Right. That's from the minute it started, I was like, this is not what I expected. Right. But, uh, all right, I'm Let's here. Go. I'm yeah, here. I'm going to give it my best shot. shot. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I really loved it. I, I don't think it's one of his best movies for sure i still stand by me giving this an eight or even an 8.5 i like really loved it nice and uh even though i don't think it's one of his best movies i still think it is one of my favorite movies this year i'm sure it once we make our list or whatever it'll be in my top 10 probably top five movies of this year for sure i really loved it Anyways, thank you for listening to the show, guys. Make sure you follow us on the social media, Facebook, Instagram. Um, uh, Give us some likes, some follows, Spotify, you know, show us some love. Make sure you listen to the shows on the network. We are brought to you by Salad Bites Media, of course, each Mm -hmm. and every episode. Our producer, Ozzy Boy, out there with Salinas Underground Podcast and doing his thing. I'm producing a lot of podcasts out there, so make sure you listen to all of that stuff. And Bono? That's it, man. Just have a fucking good one. Watch movies. It's Christmas time coming soon, so you know that Christmas movie's going to come out. That's right. I don't know what you're going to watch, but I mean... I mean, Die Hard's in the movie theater right now, so I'm probably going to go watch Die Hard any 
one of these days. Okay, I see that. Oh, but my Christmas movie? I don't know. What's going to be out for Christmas? Uh, I know something's going to be released on Christmas. Like fucking Aquaman? Oh, I think you're right. <sighs> Fuck. We'll see. We'll see what we watch, guys. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening. And as always, sayonara, Sammy. Later. Electro and Bono Movie Power.